radio check. Next artist is on A rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the artist is requesting we go door. Every great artist, great stage, great sound, and great visuals. There's a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. What up, everybody? I'm Rocky. This is Brenda. And I'm Alex. And this, how do I say it? <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. God. Kirby. Where have you been? I forgot how I introduced myself. And I'm Kirby. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally yeah. forgot, bro. I'm like, uh, everybody, is, he's not doing well. Yeah, he's we not forgot his name. Right. Okay, we'll let you go now. And I'm Kirby. And you've tuned in two set times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See what happens when Got you're it. gone, absent for a fucking. We have to keep that one. No, it's, that's it, we're not one. editing now. <laughs> Damn. We've been having a blast here <laughs> off air. <laughs> back in the studio. Oh, oh that's perfect. Uh, well, welcome back, Kirby. Yes. No, Kirby. Back. I was on tour. <laughs> <laughs> they finally let me off on tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it out, even though you're feeling a little under the weather. Oh yeah, fucking diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea, cha cha cha. It's nice to see you. You're a trooper. Yeah. Yeah. Thank trying. Just trying to hang in there. Thank you. So if we lose him in between this interview, everybody, you know why. If all of a sudden Kirby <laughs> just isn't talking, yeah. it'd be nice if I could take the mic in the restroom. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no. I don't know. No, no. We got a we got a really long cable for yeah, you. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Kirby? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yes. Oh Off man. To a great start. It is. It is. <laughs> Uh, well, today's guest is, uh, I would like to say, a, a good friend of mine, somebody I've worked a few shows with and look forward to working shows with him. 100%. Ricardo. Ricardo. As Thank you, guys. We like to say, a.k.a. Smokey. I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> I was not he hates it. He hates I, I don't it. hate it. I just, right, I haven't good. heard it in a while. Yeah. Well, good. I've never heard it. <laughs> yeah. That's me and Brenda. Yeah. Brenda used to call me that. Yeah. Oh, I still do. <laughs> you have no idea. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what can you even do? Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Rocky was the first, one of the first people cause to take, give me a gig outside of Avalon. Oh. Like, Roof Cruise was one of my first ever gigs that wasn't Avalon. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, we're I gonna know get. That. Yeah. We're gonna get into Avalon, but my okay. first, like I said, out <laughs> of the gate, my first thing I want to talk to you about because to me it is the biggest stage. You had a hand in halftime time, halftime at Super Bowl this past Super Bowl. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh yeah. It was it was wild. That's insane. It was that, a crazy experience. That is insane because it is the biggest stage. I feel That's because what I'm it's worldwide. It yeah. Like it, it, yeah. and it didn't it didn't dawn on me like we rehearsed for a long time like we rehearsed for like six weeks but in a warehouse uh, a giant massive like empty warehouse space that we they built the whole stage from the Super Bowl in a warehouse really and they, and they did a rehearsal like the dancers were rehearsing six days a week eight hours a day holy shit for six weeks 
And dude, Where's they this work- warehouse at? Is that big? <laughs> uh, can't say. Sound NDA. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. <laughs> no, say I don't think it matters. Oh, it's anymore. in the projects, huh? It's like it's like <laughs> north. It's north of here. Um, but dude, they work so hard. They're so great. Like they, their dan- her dances were amazing. They were their, their awesome. performance. Yeah. Was it all hands on deck for performance? Even you and everybody, even though the yeah. dance, the everybody lighting. was there. Everybody was there. Um, from the rehearsal, yeah. Um, all the audio guys were there. Um, because we just we knew the show, you know. And I was in charge of handing, so I was monitor tech for, and we could get into what that means. Yes. I was monitor teching for Rihanna, um, but then for the show, I was in charge of handing all the dancers their in-ear packs. So I had to like, during the rehearsals, because the week of we were rehearsing in Arizona, and I was like handing out their packs, 80 dancers, and like getting them back at after the rehearsals every single day for like a week and a half. Oh my God, yeah. so each... Each uh, dancer had had an inner ear. Inner ears, yeah. yeah because so they, they have to be hear. on the beat. Yeah, because dude, when you're on that stage, all the all the speakers that are there, okay, they're all like hung up facing the audience, so there's nothing facing the stage yes. or the field. Ah. Huge so everything's delay. facing out, so you can't hear anything from the stage. Okay. So they had to have those ears. Yeah, that's where they count one, two, three, mm-hmm. four. Yeah. And there's a there's the the choreographer. She had the mic. She was like. Prepping them up and stuff. Shit. That, yeah. And then you have a in this particular instance a moving stage or moving stages. Yeah. They they were they had to put it on in less than thirteen minutes. Like Set they cut it, it all short. Up. No, sorry, eight minutes. I think it was. They uh they had like once the halftime starts. They have eight minutes to bring everything onto the stage, have it set up, and start the show. That's insane. There's so many people helping. Like, they need takes, to get those guys at so Coachella. Many yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah eight minutes to get all that shit. Oh yeah, my god, Coachella yeah, can't yeah. even do it. It's all pre-rigged. Oh, full. yeah, yeah. It, I bet. Yeah, we did like a full full run through, like two days in a row, where, you know, they're like, all right, go. Eight minutes starts now. They bring everything out. Everybody, like, there's like I don't know, a couple hundred people pushing these things out, and it, they bring it out in pieces. Bring it out and then, you know, time themselves and stuff so that they, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. So you were there a week prior, Mm -hmm. rehearsing, rehearsing, there at Arizona. In Arizona, there's like this arena next door where the dancers were rehearsing. Okay. And then we did a couple of like on-site rehearsals like the day before. That's so crazy. crazy, yeah. How did you get this job? um, I work for a company called Claire Global. Oh. They're one of the like biggest audio rental houses. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, Yeah. they, they own like. They've recently started acquiring other companies. Like, yeah. they own Eighth Day Sound, um, Brit Row, which is like a British company, um, ATK, who like does TV, like the Oscars and the Super Bowl and all that. They, I started working for them. Actually, my first gig with them was Splash House 2021, like right after pandemic, like when work started coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who does staffing there. Shout out to Whitney. She puts me on the coolest gigs. Like, she put me on the War on Drugs last year. Um, Oscars, Rihanna, she, um, what did I just do? I did Coachella. Like, she just gives me all these cool gigs. Like, you were at Coachella so, this week? This weekend? Yeah, I was at Coachella last That's weekend. That's why you're so tan. For, for who? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who were you there for? Uh, Calvin Harris. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Well, first weekend was cool. Second weekend, our console overheated and just just took a shit. Damn. Really? Yeah, it was, it was hot, but also we were like underneath a, um, like a easy up okay. and then we did our sound check we did our thing in the morning and then we came back t- to line check later and they had moved it <gasps> so our console was just baking in the sun for like hours we didn't even know how long what tent was that 
what ten, they were at, they're at the no they were at, he was on main stage main stage, was main yeah. stage. He was on main stage yeah oh shit and so we're like oh shit that's not good so we line check everything's working but our headphone output for the console was not working so the guy he goes and he restarts it and he turns it off and when he tries turning it back on it just would not turn on and we tried cooling it down we put an ac like in the back of it we like put fans everywhere waited a couple hours and just never turned back on so we had to like switch everything to the house console yeah yeah it was, that was, it was a itch. it was a mission yeah it was crazy like wow we, like, it, was, it was supposed to be an easy day and it like, who was we, on their we knees pulling the cables day. who was on their knees what do you think yeah me i had to like unscrew like outboard gear from the rack and like move it over yeah, yeah. it was it was a whole thing i give you guys props for that though when it, yeah. you got to do that on the fly it's like fuck. Yeah. i mean it's it's show must go on yeah yeah, yeah. what kind of console was it it was an SSL. The Avid? Oh, SSL. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, Avid is the S6L. The S6L. Yeah, the SSL is, um, you know, SSL. They make the, the old, like, yeah. analog consoles, mm-hmm. but they have a digital one, and they run pretty hot already, so, like, mm-hmm. leaving it out in the sun like that, just it just didn't and like it. And it was a nice and wa- warm weekend. Yeah. Warmer than the well, weekend yeah. two Weekend two was 96. Yeah. Fuck. And it was just, like, that's at, your weather. like 1 p.m., yeah. Just like out, just baking, you know. What time did he go on? Um, he went on. He didn't go on until eleven, so we had time. Oh, to figure like, it out. Yeah, so, it was, but you know, did it ever turn back on? <clears throat> Not that day. I, I sent them an email and I was like, "Let me know what happens because we'd lo- love to know like how to rep- you know how to fix this issue in the yeah. future." But I haven't gotten an answer back. But yeah, so Claire Global, I worked for those guys. They got me Rihanna, and then I did Super Bowl, and then we did the Oscars too right after. Damn, oh, look yeah. at you with the stacked ones. This year's been awesome. That's it's great. Been awesome, yeah. Like those two gigs took up three months for me. So I was just like working like the whole the whole year, you know, because rehearsals and then the show and then we went after the Super Bowl we were just rehearsing again. It was awesome. I'm so shocked that mm. it took you guys rehearse for that long. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was weird. Like they didn't have a set like the thirteen. It was a thirteen-minute set, and they didn't have all the songs. They didn't know what order they were gonna go in until like I don't know, that morning, a couple weeks before. So <laughs> these dancers were rehearsing two different um, sets, Whoa. and they had to memorize them both because they weren't sure like which one they were gonna do. Whoa. And so yeah, it was just like it was a lot. How many hours was that? They said eight hours a day for six days a week. That's not bad. Eight, uh, six. No. <laughs> yeah. Working I mean, out, for work, you, you're cool. You're sitting there. I'm the chilling. Console, I'm but... chilling. But the dancers were working out eight hours a day, bro. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Get to work, Beaner. <laughs> yeah, dancers are another breed. They're they're like extraterrestrial. Yep. They don't. They're not human. It's they're true. not yeah. human. Yeah, but I think by the end of it, we're all like feeling pretty overworked, though. You know, like yeah. it's just a lot of a lot. It was a lot. Well, it it, it was amazing. And well, then yeah, it was like they did such a good job, and. I think even though everyone was overworked, right when we got onto the field, like when we were like, we were in the back in the tunnel, like waiting to go on, everyone was just like all smiles, like nervous, but like so excited. And they went out there, crushed it, came back, and we're just like in tears, <laughs> smiling, like everyone <laughs> was hugging each, each other. other. It was like, it was surreal, honestly. It's a relief. And like, yeah. And just like being on the yeah, field. Th- that's a big stage. Was, I didn't, I didn't so realize the energy, how much. Yeah, right? It's a the energy. Crazy energy, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize how emotional I was going to get just being there, you, you know. You guys were almost like in a battle. You you prepared, you prepared, you prepared, you conquered your battle, oh, and yeah. then you were like... Went to war. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was cool. Was that like a bucket list show to work for sure? 
I didn't realize it, but yes. Yeah, because yeah, you don't think about it, but yeah. then you're there and you're like, holy yeah. shit, you know, the you magnitude like, of this. Yeah. You do like gigs and you're like, you're like, it doesn't even seem reachable, right? Certain things, but. Yeah, you're like, that's. Yeah, it's like out of my league or whatever, but then you do it and you're like, oh, like. Well, it's, it's not like that it's amazing. out of your league. It's more like you work with your circle and then sure. now you got into a different circle where the, that's their. That's their top of the line work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I went straight into my question. We didn't even like let everybody know like what like you what do. I do. <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> we went straight into Super yeah. Bowl. So let everybody know what you do. Uh, so I am a sound engineer, slash sound technician, slash stripper in the evening. <laughs> Only for you though. Only for you. <laughs> uh, not everyone gets to, s- to see that show. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, I either do front of house or monitors for the most part. Um, mixing or teching. Mixing is like taking all of the instruments or whatever is on stage and changing the levels and EQ and effects to create a, a mix so that people can hear it and it sounds good legible yeah yeah you know and monitors is different because you're creating separate mixes for everybody on stage so if there's five band members i'm doing five separate mixes for them because they all want to hear themselves more or you know the singer less or yeah so i'm like everybody's different everybody wants i never thought of that Mm -hmm. yeah so that's a little more difficult and also creates a different challenge because you're working directly with the artist which is sometimes difficult because artists can be difficult. difficult sometimes, but I know Rocky. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then teching is essentially just setting up the gear and more technical, just knowing the gear in and out. So if something goes wrong, you can troubleshoot it. Okay. Which is what I've been doing mostly like the past couple years with the War on Drugs. I did that, and then Rihanna and Calvin Harris. That's what I was doing as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I've been I'm not taking gigs anymore as a tech. I'm I'm trying to focus on mixing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I've been looking trying that, to. Yeah, that, uh, audio engineer. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, because a lot of A-list artists come with their own yeah. engineer. Yep. Mm. Especially the shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except those big names. Yeah, and those guys are. It's been nice getting these big gigs because I've been getting to work with the best engineers and you know picking their brains and just learning from them has made me so much better. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, they're sharing. They're sharing, yeah. They're cool. Most of them, most of them are cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> gotta pass it down. Did you, you go to NAM? Knowledge down. I did not. Um, that was during Coachella, so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to go. Coachella weekend. Are they going back to January? That's what I heard. Yeah, they're gonna do four so. days. That was four days. weird. I hope so, man. Yeah. Now they. Why they do that? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was the only opening. At the. They had something else there in January. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But. So did you go? Obviously, you went to school for. Audio yeah. engineering. Yeah. So when I was going to, when after I graduated high school, I went to a junior college for like three years and I didn't know what I wanted. Like I was I always been around music. Like I played in bands and I used to make beats on like Fruity Loops and stuff when I was young. <laughs> Garage but, band. Yeah. Yeah. FL Studio is, <laughs> was my thing, you know, <laughs> super pro. <laughs> FL Studio is dope. It no, is. It, it is actually dope. is. It, dope. Is really it actually it is. is. Really yeah. Um, but, but I never like thought about it as a career right it was just like fun for me um but then i got i went to community college three years changing my major every semester like i went to culinary arts school for a little bit um journalism i studied math for a while 
for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Math's uh, essential. Yeah. So I was just trying to find yes. my thing. And at the same time, I was going to parties, like going to uh, raves and massives. My first massive was Monster Massive 09. Or, yeah, 09. And where was it? The Coliseum, I think. Yeah. Was um, that the only year they had together as one? No. I think they did have it that year. And then that was it? No, like, no they, the last they year broke was, up, right? I think the last year was like 20, might be right. 2010 or 11. Yeah, together like as one. No. Yeah. yeah. 2011? No, that's not, that's impossible. No, I went to it. I'm pretty sure it was like 2010 when I went. Yeah, that then that probably was the last one. Together. together. Yeah. Because they tried to do it on their own again like later on. Yeah. But, but it, it was kind of whack, yeah. Um, but So I started going to, to all these raves, and I just fell in love with that scene. And I started getting into like different DJs, and I was watching a video of these DJs and like how they produce music, and they mentioned that they went to audio engineering school. And I was like, what the fuck is what that? What is that? That's a thing? Like, what? <laughs> and the next day, I went to the school. It's called Lars, LA Recording School in Hollywood. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah. And I, I went, got a tour. The next week, I was enrolled. The next month, I was going to classes. And I graduated in 20... Actually, May of 2013. Next month will be 10 years. Oh, Damn. Yeah. Look at you. Nice. Yeah. All legit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And then after that, so he's got receipts. That's what he has. He's <laughs> <laughs> got receipts. Hey, don't, still, don't fucking downplay me, off, homie. I'm, I got receipts. <laughs> I went to school for this shit. Yep. Um, but actually, at that school was mostly for like um, studio engineering. They didn't have any courses for live. But when I graduated, I started sending cover letters and resumes to every venue and every studio for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And only two places got back to me. It was this studio called Larrabee that's in Hollywood. Okay. And Avalon. Those were the two places that got back to me. And Larrabee, I went to an interview, and they were like, the guy who interviewed me was a runner. And the runners, they're basically like, uh, you know, they they go buy shit for the artists or like clean the studios. Oh, he was like a that. gopher. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. And he was like, like a PA kind of. He's like, I'm head runner. There's four <laughs> other runners working here. That sounds funny. And basically, you're you're waiting for an assistant en- or for an engineer to get fired or quit before you can move up to be a assistant engineer uh-huh. and you're kind of just waiting he's been there for four years Ooh. and then i i get that i go to avalon the next day and don you remember yeah, don? i remember don don the production manager there he's like we need someone tomorrow can you start tomorrow like just come <laughs> oh, come in and he just like puts me in and i just start doing shows there you didn't even check your receipts nothing damn that's dope he doesn't care if i, that's why I love oh, nothing and also I, I sent them an email i'm the only person that got a gig there via email like it, yeah it's very rare like no one gets Because usually it's like uh you know, somebody, somebody yeah, 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 yeah yeah so i'm the only one that got that and that's where it all started for me it was Avalon. justin was working there at the time right justin was working there yep that's he that's how we lot. met you yeah mm-hmm. through justin that yeah. justin was like doing the club nights hated it took me under his wing taught me everything he knew about mm. the dj stuff and then was like all right dude all you yeah and, see you later yeah, pretty much yeah so when, was, when when did you work start working there um may of 2013 it was like a few weeks after i graduated and then by the end of that year i was doing club nights friday thursdays friday saturdays yeah tiger heat 
Ah, nice. And then Avalanche. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) What day was Tiger Heat? Thursday. Thursday. No, I wasn't allowed to come out on on school days. Um, What was Friday's? Control. 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 Avalanche. Control Control was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, dude, it was dope working there before they did the big, like, remodel, you know? Yeah. Then it got kind of, yeah. But, I mean, I love that place. It's it's like near. That's what I loved about it when it looked like old. It looked like you were at a high school fucking auditorium and you were just <laughs> straight fucking up raging like <laughs> doesn't matter like no doesn't rules doesn't matter fucking there's video walls but it's yeah. i mean it's a fucking auditorium and that's what it is homie I, that, that's how i like I, I was partying there when i turned 19 that's where i would go and then that's how i like just got the idea like i'll just hit them up they probably won't hit me back but worth a try yeah whatever that's crazy and that's then, dope yeah. And then Come in for that. interview. Can you work tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, straight up. They're like desperate. That's why they're checking their emails, actually. <laughs> That's crazy. Is Don still there? Do you know? He's still there. Fucking hey, he's, man. He's, I think he's about to retire, though. Is he? Either this year or next year. Yeah. I love it. He was awesome. He's amazing, man. Yeah. He, he He's an old school sound guy from like the 80s. You know, he started doing sound in the early 80s. And when I got there, he taught me like the proper way to do things. I feel like a lot of venues, their audio guys are like, I don't know. They're not taught the proper way to do certain things. So when I you, you go to a show at a venue and it's there's a house guy, that's where the term like grumpy sound man comes because it's just pissed. They don't care. Like they, yeah, they there's half-ass no things. no passion in. Yeah. Uh, so working at oh look at this young kid coming in here, fuck my shit up. Exactly. And then like, they give the you attitude. attitude. That's the attitude. And you're like, hey bro, I'm just trying to get my artist done right here. Exactly. You're working too hard. You're making us look bad. Yes. Yeah. And he he never had that attitude. He's a Buddhist, so he's like so chill, and he just. He just wants shows to go well, and so he just teaches everyone what they, what he can, and I feel like because it's, it's like, for the greater good. It's yeah. for a good show. Yes. I want a good show. Precisely. Yeah. So that was cool. Like I'm so glad that he was my first mentor. Oh, Avalon awesome. has has a special place in all our oh, hearts. Yeah. That place. <laughs> so were you there for um, Zed and Porter Robinson? I don't know. I don't. That's too old. So. For I don't you? think so. No, that was around my time. Yeah, because that. I think that was the first time I ever went like by myself to Avalon. Yeah, like I went with a well, she's my wife now. Mm-hmm. She's my friend, and I think that at that night, bro, I was like shook, and that they that night turned it like church, bro. We were there every really? fucking Friday. What year was that? Do you remember? Fuck, dog. Two thousand thirteen, twelve. Yeah, I was there. It was right before they yeah. split. Uh, they were they were playing together back to back like you know different yeah, yeah. setup but it's right before Zed got that whole Pepsi new generation right. life and then they split up yeah Zed blew up yeah I even minute. remember going yeah. there for fucking excision like before excision was excision like yeah. what he is now I think that was with with PK that was before me but I heard stories PK brought in their own subs with yeah. excision on his tour and you know there's like offices downstairs under the stage with like this much concrete, like two feet of concrete, right? And they were saying that pictures were still falling off the wall, oh like picture God. frames because of the subs that they brought in. Yeah, because that night when Crazy. we got there, I was like, this is not the normal house setup. Like they had, there was, you know, how, you know how they he own, I think he owned a P. Yeah, he, he owns a yeah. PK system. But it was like the, the rails were in deeper. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm. They had two stacks. And then the shit on top and then his whole fucking like, his video, build, his yeah. projector screen thing, but I was like, damn. After that, bro, I was like, Avalon. I'm surprised I I never saw you there. I mean, I was always fucking there, but I was always partying. I was always like, you guys are working. I was on the side, the side. drinking whiskey, 
<laughs> Sometimes I would go up there, bro. It was yeah. crazy. I didn't even know how like it would happen. I would just go up there and I'll just say like, hey, I'm on Augie's list because Augie was the one getting me in for a while. Oh, really? And then they'll be like, all right, yeah, cool. Go up. And I'll be like, fuck Sick. yeah, I didn't. <laughs> but even though you go up there, the sound booth is like hit. Like yeah, there's a yeah. whole little area you can't yeah. even really yeah. get in it's there. Like, it's kind of like stage right. Off yeah. Stage right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, but I, when, when I was going up there, it was like, it wasn't like how it is when that that one time went with Chucky. Oh, yeah. It was different, bro. I felt like I was literally there on top of him, like, you know, because I went up there for Craze, and it was like a whole, sh- uh, the the Kill the Noise, Craze, and it was like their showcase, and Jesse had took me that day, and I was like, where the fuck are we going? Like, I remember that Kill the Noise show. And we're just like, oh, they, they hooked me up. Like, we fucking went, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never... I never saw that, and I was like, I thought these fools only played at raves, but it was like, nah, yeah. it was at at the Avalon. And I was like, yeah. that shit was dope up there. I still have videos of that. For a long time, Avalon was the only place that had that kind of music, yeah. right? From yeah. like the early two thousands to like twenty ten. Well, other than and, than the other stuff you guys were going to, right? Well, yeah, we had that. Ice. You know, Heist was Florentine Gardens, yeah. and then you know, that's dance true. But but, but on but, Friday, Saturday. But that wasn't like as big as DJs, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, really? there wasn't like big, big name DJs in right. there for sure. Yeah, but it was more like local guys, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Avalon always used to pull like the big name. Yeah, like, but well, then, yeah, it, it's but a then it was like club. create and exchange came, yeah, and then, then they like, started. I feel like then that's when that's like, when yeah. it all was fucking. <laughs> and I feel like that remodel kind of drew people away too. Like they, it became more like a bottle service oriented yeah. club, which just changed the vibe it's like yeah. that's not that's why people exactly come here that's exactly how i felt when i walked in there and i was like what the fuck happened to this place like it didn't feel yeah. grimy anymore it didn't feel like we're in a fucking alley it yeah. grew up yeah it and did. i was like grew up yeah that's exactly. too bougie i do <laughs> i used to love the little side room what was it called uh, jerry lewis jerry lewis room yeah. before you were able to go up oh, and yeah. you had to go around it oh that, after the club would close and they would they would have that room open right yeah. and then honey in the, the back. honey yeah oh, that was sick i remember Same. the first time i met rocky i don't know if you remember this i would, i was like very new at avalon and i was like i don't know it was i don't Did know he have his hawk? We're, we're setting up he had his mohawk it wasn't up i don't think but it's rare. He comes to see. in and we used to rent CDJs from you. Yeah, I remember. And he comes in and he's like, "Hey man, I'm here to pick up my gear. It's, it's right here." And I'm like, I give him a weird look. Like, who the hell is this guy? Who's, who's this guy? <laughs> I go to he's walking I, in uh, off the street. Yeah, I go up to Don. I'm like, "Hey Don, there's a suspicious character <laughs> over here. I think he's trying to steal our gear, man." <laughs> he's like, "Has a mohawk." He's like, "Oh no, that's Rocky." Like. Little did I know, it's like this legend coming in to, to pick up his gear. This homeless guy just yeah. came off the street and he's trying to steal our gear. Call the police. Yeah, that was my first interaction with Rocky ever. It was awesome. I always felt weird going in there because I would always like run into someone new and yeah. they would be like, hey, I'm here to pick up my gear. And they'd right. be like, the same um, thing, suspicious character. Right. And then like they'd go, oh, yeah, come on over here. <laughs> but, oh, that's great. Yeah. I love suspicious character. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah, good, good time. times, man. And then from there, um, I met Ernesto, and then you, and um, the Mactive guys, and all that. And I started doing more backline stuff outside of Avalon. But then in 2017, I did my first like tour for audio because back then I was like still doing both kind of. And I did Warp Tour, my first tour, and that's kind of when. In in what year? 2017 okay it was like it wasn't the last year it was right before the last year okay yeah and then from there i think that's when i started meeting more audio guys and getting more actual audio work and then like now i don't i don't do backline anymore 
because I feel like there's just, I don't know, the pay, like as a, yeah, as a career, yeah, just it's not, that's it's, all I do is freelance work. So yeah. I just feel like there's kind of ceiling you, you hit with that world. Of course. Absolutely. Agreed with you 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped doing that, but that, after that, I feel like that just led to. Open so many other doors. Yeah. Definitely. It's a stepping, a stepping yeah. stone. Definitely. Yeah. It's the shittiest tour you could possibly do. <laughs> like work-wise. It, I love Warped Tour. But it was like I was mixing 15 bands a day. Oh, In the summer. On one on, console? On one console. Oh, it's not like like uh, fucking I, Wango Tango where they got like a, a whole truckload of fucking consoles? Wait, well, so you were doing every band? Yeah, because I did the smallest stage. It was the uh, Full Sail University had a stage. Oh. And so it was just me doing monitors. every. So it was like I would get up at 8 unload the truck build the stage mix 15 bands break it all down and then pack the truck and i wouldn't get any meal breaks <gasps> it would bring me lunch but like i wouldn't be able to leave i was like eating and mixing at the same time oh my goodness and it was hot and then there was one stretch of time where we did like 11 days in a row <sighs> and in the middle of that i like got this heat stroke and i was like i felt you know you feel sick from the heat yeah and i, I felt like i had a fever and i Went up to my production manager. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I could keep going today. And he's like, well, no one else can cover you. I was like, all right, I got it. I got you. <laughs> Damn, so, they didn't even offer you an IV bag or anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, they were keeping me hydrated and stuff, but like, I think it was just more like exhaustion. Yeah, both. Yeah, so an I, IV bag will fix that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've never tried that before. Yeah, oh, me it's either. fucking delicious. Is it? It's delicious. <laughs> oh, you just sit there, you bro, and right it's now. like... Is it like like IV, like in your it's arm? It's just instant, bro, like, oh, and you're shit. like, oh, fuck. Is it like B12? Is that... Mm, no, nah, but you feel like your body just like... A boost. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was gnarly. There and were, how long was that? That was two months. Two months. Eight weeks. Really and you're just going on tour. You're going summer, from place to place to place. On, on asphalt, like on in parking lots, oh. you know? Oh, the wonder you were fucking dying, bro. <laughs> Damn. It was like humid. And you were wearing a black shirt. And oh yeah. <laughs> you know, stage blacks, bro. Stage black. <laughs> and a black sweater. Black tank top. <laughs> On a black tent. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, it was it was very warm. So do you prefer mixing for bands or for a DJ? Yeah? Yeah, bands for are sure. That's bands cool. are more more of a challenge. Okay. It's like cause when it's a DJ, it's not mixing, right? Yeah, you're just you're like just, turning it you're up. Just yeah. basically you're monitoring. You're like teching, yeah. yeah. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Okay. Like he um, sounds good, not like shit. DJs are fun though because then you can like interact with people and like uh-huh. I, I I love the festivals because I get to see all you guys and like catch up with everybody mm-hmm. and like I'm not worried about like oh the kick drums too loud or whatever you know. Yeah. Here's my snare. <laughs> and Turn it got, up in my headphones Ladies and gentlemen He is such an audio guy We all sit down We all put our headphones on We start talking to the mic And he just t- goes into like Technical jargon <laughs> Oh it has a gate I'm like what the fuck is that Rocky's like yeah duh, They're all I'm like oh my god And then we have the door open To the studio And he's like Do you want us to close that Because it's gonna sound better No you can Yeah you can hear you the can humming hear the in the hum- background. I'm like oh my god You're such an audio guy <laughs> But it's cool I love it Because of the gates So it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> Now do you have a hard time going to a show and just relaxing and enjoying yourself not if it sounds good <laughs> <laughs> which is like what not 50 percent of the time yeah probably if it sounds bad i mean i've gotten better i was like that for a while I, like i couldn't go i couldn't go out and just listen just watch a show but now i try to okay oh, to yeah I it's not fun that, dude no. it's not fun going to a show no. and just like just critiquing like, the whole time yeah, bitching not, about not, i'm like well, oh my god leave it alone that's yeah, another thing with like 
guys like people who have toured forever and go to this city like Paris or something and they're like oh I've been here a million times it's like so what if you're in fucking Paris yeah, like, yeah. live it up food is amazing like yeah. there's the Eiffel Tower is right outside your window and you close your blinds it's like come on dude I mean th- this this career has taken you all over the place yeah you were in Spain you That's were dope, Ibiza man. yeah last year with the war on drugs we we did 110 shows last year whoa we toured who was the headliner on that the war on, war on drugs, drugs. Yeah. it's the, a band. band oh it's a band yeah, i thought it was like oh, yeah. a festival no, yeah. war the band on drugs is called is a band. the war on drugs yeah. oh shit that's dope yeah never heard of it they're huge in europe we we but we toured the states three times and europe twice whoa yeah, so in that hundred hundred shows yeah whoa. 110, 110 shows that's like yeah it was wild i can't do 110 shows i i don't want to ever again i was i was gone from january until mid-October. That's why I give you Almost guys props. Oh. Almost, Almost a year. I mean, there's like a couple weeks where I was back, but but not very long. Yeah. So why would you come? You would just come back just to be home, or yeah, just because you know, you pay one, rent, one, one tour would end, and then we'd have like a couple weeks off. And then we, so it was like the states first, six weeks, came back for a week, and then we went to Europe, and then we came back for a week, and then we did the states again, and then we came back for a couple weeks, and then we did Europe again, and then you know, it's like yeah, you like just that, a- and then. I was just. That sounds amazing, though. It oh. was actually, you know, it's cool because it gives me opportunities to see people that I don't see. Like, yeah, like I have family like on the other side of the country that every time I go out there, they come out to the show and like we'll go grab a drink. Yeah, you know. Where then, do you have family at? Um, I have some family in Maryland, some family Shit. in Oklahoma City. I have friends, you know, just that I've met through. Touring. Are you from LA? I'm from LA, yeah. But my family is Guatemalan. Oh, so when they came to America. They didn't stop in LA. Half of them went. <laughs> no, they all came here, and then some of them just moved. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like my family. Yeah, they they're like, oh yeah, and then we're fucking out. Yeah, because where did you grow expensive. up? Um, so I was born in Bellflower, uh-huh. uh, but I grew up in Linwood. Linwood. Yeah, Linwood. Linwood. You went to high school there? No, I went to middle school there, and then um, in 2001 we moved to Whittier. And that's where I went to. Where the girls are wittier, prettier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard yep. of that. Yeah, where the girls are prettier. Yeah. That's, oh. that's what they, say. <laughs> they used to say it on the radio all the time, man. Yeah. Did they? Oh. Yeah, it would be on the radio in the, with uh, <laughs> Tito. This is Tito. Oh, yeah. I remember Tito. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so what is uh, what is touring like in in Europe? I want to know more about that. Um, it's The festivals there, dude, are so... I like them better working just working them because i feel like they've figured it out like loading in here on in the states like coachella last weekend there was like 10 bands maybe not 10 but you know yeah, there's a just, lot of people loading in and trying to build their set at the same time and everybody's just kind of everyone's a headliner right so everybody is trying to take up all the space and like blah 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 there's just no space but in in europe the there's the stages are massive and you just have it's like designed the, back, the backstage is huge on a lot of these festivals and you just have all the room like they're like all right this this is your space you can build your stuff here and everybody else has like their kind of space and it's just kind of like it just makes sense the way that they yeah. do it because you're it, not on top of each other is it because of the space like we don't have yeah. that kind yeah, of space pretty here sure. no you know what we I, have that we space. Have the space we have the space it's, we have the space to build bigger stages yeah they okay. just don't a lot of times where because it costs money right Where's yeah. the where, the where do we have that's big have you been on my stage what stage is that coachella has room bro coachella yeah, has room I mean, for days i know coachella didn't have room now they do 
they they're expanding every year. Just think of just think of your old stage. Yeah, but that that footprint they've yeah, shrunk please. it, dog. It's still massive. It is. But and but, your stage. Think about your stage. Your stage could be way bigger. Wait, what it's, stages it's are you guys talking about? Up, if they uh, face EDC. it the other way, not even oh. facing it the other way. It's just it's just props. It's but just EDC is different because it's like a lot of those those people that are coming in, loading in. Not they don't big. have giant yeah, yeah. productions yeah. like so they don't need they're, all they're that. Not ma- like the festivals I'm talking about is more for bands Band that have, stuff. That have big, well, yeah, that big are, setups. Yeah, they carry a lot of shit. They carry a lot of stuff. So when you're you're setting up like a drum kit and keyboards and a guitar rig, they all have to be on rolling risers, like on steel deck, right? That you can roll onto the stage and roll off. So they have to be built backstage, and then the stage isn't big enough for it. The backstage isn't big enough to support all these people who are trying to build their yeah, so you their have stuff 20 at bands. the same time. Yeah. Exactly. But in Europe, I feel personally, because we did a, a run that's like, that was all festivals, and I didn't feel like I had no room once. It was awesome. And we went on and got off on time. Everybody's super cool. Even with like language barriers, it was cool. Everyone was super nice. I, I feel that way with DJ gear. Like they're like that with way ahead of, they're way ahead of us. They're way ahead of everything. Yeah. Like yeah. their way of life. They're 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 everything. The yes. way they eat, the way it's they live. I, they oh, here, yeah. everybody's trying to get rich, fool. And over there, those fools are like, we're trying to make life easier. They don't easier. care, yeah. yeah. We're just, we just want to be we're happy. Just, exa- yeah. happy. They're just trying to make life easier. Yeah. Out here, everybody's trying exactly. to get rich. People walk places. Yeah. Like everybody's it. so fit out there. Yep. Like, Don't they know? don't they have like a day that they don't work out there? Like, Well, a lot of days they don't work. <laughs> Especially like your <laughs> noon, they go to fucking Italy and Spain. Yeah, in Italy. Spain, they have what they call a siesta. So from like three to five in Madrid, places will just close. They're just a- and out, they're just like on fishing, basically. Like be back at five PM or like you so know. So if I'm hungry at three, I ain't getting shit. Nothing. Yeah. You make you're it going home. You gotta you're make going it yourself. Home, you're going home to refuel. Yeah. And then you're coming back. Fuck, I'm supposed to be and eating. people do that. Oh, you want fucking bread? Yeah. I eat before. Eat at 2.30. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm hungry at 3. <laughs> you say oil and bread. Yeah. Oil and bread is- It's delicious. Awesome. Yeah. I've, I hadn't actually never done that before. Really? Yeah. yeah butter. Wow. I love butter. Wow. Uh, Butter's the enemy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Brenda had the, the chimichurri at my pad, and she was all like, dude, I got to take this home. Oh, that oh. was so good. Dude, I just made chimichurri for the first time the other day. I need the recipe. I'm like, where has this been in my whole life? Yeah. Like, it was so amazing. Like, he literally sent me home with some. I'm like, you made it too? No, my brother did. It oh. was good. It was no. so good. We were putting on everything. Everything. Was it like yeah. oil or like creamy? Like oil. Oil. Yeah. That's that's the best. That's, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm You're not gonna steak? eat it. Take it. And she's like, No, 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 no. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Okay. It was a big bowl. That we, so good. we still have that bowl? No, no, I gave it. Oh, okay. I returned it. I returned. If you did, I don't know where it's at. It's a Pyrex, so I had to return it. Where's my Pyrex? From a show. But that's dope that it's taking you everywhere. Yeah, man. I haven't yeah. been to Asia yet. That's that's on the bucket list. Ooh, oh, Japan, maybe? I haven't been to Asia. Uh, let's go to let's just go. Let's go to yeah, Tokyo. I want I'm to. Like, I want to I want to go there before I go on a tour there. That so way you know. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. Do you get, get to like on tour obviously you get a couple days where you can like walk around, check yeah, out the we, city. Yeah, we we get days off, but it it you know, you don't always you don't get to pick where or anything, but like Yeah, you just got to nice. We had a day off in uh Lisbon, in Portugal. Which was my first time in Portugal. Portugal. So beautiful. Really? It's, it's like, it kind of reminds me of Spain. Okay. But it's just more relaxed and like huh? chill. Like right so you got water. some stamps on your on your passport. Yeah. Right? yeah. I did. Pretty stoked on that. <laughs> was it hard getting the visa and all that shit? Or just, no? Um, no. 
Yeah. No. Yeah, because really. some countries don't even require it, yeah. right? Only Canada. I have trouble getting into Canada. Well, everybody has yeah. trouble getting into <laughs> Canada. I got turned away. Canada. Did you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, a, I have a DUI on my record that was like 12, 13 years ago, and they're like, "Nope, you Still? can't come in." Oh, well, now I can. I had okay. to do a whole process. But. Dude, yeah. So every time I go there, I have to, I have like an application, and I have to like do all this paperwork, and I have to mail it into the consulate months in advance, and then they can still say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because they, you're they working have, out there. Yeah, they haven't yet. I've gotten in every time. But when you- uh, It costs 200 bucks. It's like a whole thing. When you work with PK, did you go out there to that festival out there, the Shamla? I wish. I haven't been yet. Fuck. I want to hear they, that. They still do it. I know. I heard that that's like the shit out that's there. That's what I've heard too. I've heard it's like Burning Man vibes kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like bass music, which is- I love drum and bass. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Speaking of PK, their new rig is fucking nice. Did you hear it? Oh, yeah. I had it on my stage at Ultra. Oh, really? The, the I, was, I was impressed. Yeah, the Trinity. The black ones? Yeah. Is that going to EDC? What does that mean? Um, PK makes speakers. Um, oh. and they're Like speakers. acoustics. It's and, called yeah, Perfect Kicks. speaker company. Yeah. And they, they're <laughs> called the Trinity. Nah. <laughs> what is what? it called? What's PK stand for? No one knows. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't even pure, know. Pure it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. They they joke around. It's Patrick and yeah. Nick. I don't know. We used to joke Nick? around. We used to PK? joke around that it that it means pretty close. Pretty close. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of their old system, but the new system yeah. I, it's good. It's really they changed good. it, huh? Yeah. It's well, dude, fucking the, the so old boxes good. each one weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. Dang, really? Yeah. So if you have eight eight boxes, it's a ton. Fuck. Yeah, that's. It was really shitty, but I mean, I thought it. I've always liked the way that it sounds. I thought it. I think they do a good job. I think it, it was, sounds really. It sounds. I pretty, haven't heard the new one, so yeah, it sounds really good. I was impressed. Did they have it on display yet? Now you can tilt them this way and fucking. That's they, the they've Trinity always had that. Oh, really? Yeah, they've always had that. That was the Trinity. That was the whole thing. Yeah, like they're like robotic. That yeah, you can fly it up straight, and the angles you do it from the computer. So yeah, and it like moves the sound. Yeah, my buddy Anthony. Uh, from True, True Audio, he's got a, a rig out in uh, oh, Miami. Right. And we brought it into the truck, and the guys were like, oh, shit, we forgot to tilt it. He just, oh, hold on, lift it, tilted it on the fucking thing. I was like, what? That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Wait, where, where'd you hear it? At oh, Ultra. At Ultra. Yeah. Oh, you were there? I think they were trying to get Augie to buy it. Sick. Really? Yeah, I think they were they trying. They were. They were. They were trying to get him to buy it, but he was kind of just like, oh, I he's just bought gonna. a new rig. Like, he had just bought one, and it was like. I, I, I mean, have a, I he have already a has K1. He, he, doesn't, yeah. Need, yeah, he, no, doesn't, he doesn't need that yeah. shit. We're going to see a lot more PK around. Yeah, for That's sure. Cool. Well, I'm sure it's going to be at EDC. Didn't they, they showcase it? Everybody was at it? I think so. Like We'll probably see more of it. Bree and them, they were all at, at uh, the racetrack. Did you guys go to coach this year? Coachella? Coachella? No, I wanted to, Dude, man. they did such a good job. Like the, the Rat Sound guys. The Rat Sound Those guys company. are awesome. Rat Audio? Yeah. They, uh, so the... Have you seen the main stage, the video screens is it from that? It's like one giant screen that just goes Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So I think usually they have speakers in front, in front right? Yeah. But this year they, they went above, and it's kind of like tilting down towards you like this. Oh, shit. Um, and we, we showed up, and we were like, oh, that's kind of a weird, like it's so high up, like it's probably going to sound weird. But we go out there. And it sounded like it was right in your face, and it's was it those so new elongated speakers they have? I don't even know what they're called. The new L acoustic, they're like um, they had a they had like K one and then K. I think it was like K one, K two, and then subs behind flown, and then just a ton of subs in the front. Because they have these new ones that I saw that were at Coachella, and it's it's they're really long. 
Oh, um, I think those are called Siva. Siva? Is that yeah, what they they're, are? They're like the tall ones. Yeah, like really this. tall. Yeah, no, those are those are cool, but those are for like smaller, oh, okay. like medium throw speakers. Gotcha. But dude, they did such a good job. Did you get to enjoy Coachella Sunday? Yeah, so weekend two, weekend one, I just went Saturday. Weekend two, I, I went Friday and Sunday and like walked around. Did you get to out. see uh, Skrillex and Forte? In- I did, actually. I should have hit you up. Get me on the guest list, man. <laughs> man, I wish I had that power. <laughs> put me Not your, yet. Put Not me yet. in your pocket, bro. Just put me in your pocket. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Yeah, we were a little sad that we didn't get to attend because this was the first year that we were like, we should go. Yeah. When was I kept telling them. <laughs> it's been a few years. Yeah, it's really? been four years. But yeah. before that, went like 15 years, 16 in years in a row. Really? I used to love Coachella. Yeah. It was my favorite it show. It changed. It changed a lot. It did. Oh, my God, so much. I went, in, I went in 2019, and I just didn't like the vibe. Yeah, that's what made it, us stop it, going. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah, I felt like I was I was either in line for something or- we're on the line. Or- in the way of someone's picture. Yeah, like, being judged. The whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, uh, this is weird. I think I want to do it, but I want to get those like $15,000 tents. Yeah, those look pretty Those pretty are awesome. pretty badass. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was, I'm, I'm going to spend that shit for my birthday. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. It's, it's dope. It's and I feel like the, the VIP makes a huge difference. Like, it's just so much more comfortable. Like, you yeah. just get to like. Chill. Not be in the giant crowd. Yeah. And they put speakers there now. So it's like, it sounds like it's right in your face there still too. So. It was cool. Nice. Yeah, really we haven't it. gone since they've changed the Sahara. No, we tent. went one. Oh yeah, since they moved the since Sahara. They, yeah. tent. But we did go. You know how ah. they extended it out yeah. farther. Dude, that's nice. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that stage. So I was saying. All right. Is that the All same right. like the stage design as Ultra? No. No. There's no, no way. No. That that it's not. That's so tiny compared to what you think. That is ultra tiny, ultra but it, but it looks just tiny. Like it looks, it, right? yeah, dude. I, really? I went to when I walked in, I was like, "Holy shit, this is tiny." The, when you like, see pictures, there's no, there's no uh, fucking delay like the, speakers. The grounds are small, like the, the whole, whole the, everything stages and everything. It's like, like it's their like biggest stage. Their biggest stage is the size of a small stage at EDC. Mm. Yeah, your stage at EDC, the little Which bass pod. Bass pod. <laughs> I love that stage. <laughs> but the way they 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 lay it out is is good. It's a good, yeah. It makes sense. They make, yeah, they make it work. Yeah. So, you going to Ultra? I've never been. I hate Florida. What? Really? Yeah, it's so dude, hot. I have a new fucking. I've, I've only gone in the summer Florida, though. Florida, dude. Me and Brenda are gonna move there. Really? Yeah. It's so humid and Love terrible. Retire there? Oh wow. No, we're gonna retire in Palm Springs. We're gonna be fucking Golden go. Girls, Palm actually. Springs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Palm I love Springs? Palm Springs. I love, yeah. but it gets another hot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Retire to LA. Yeah. LA's tight. <laughs> now, I when I went to Portugal, I really I was like, Ooh. I don't go to a lot of places where I'm like, I want to move here, but I really wanted to move there, uh. just because it's everyone's so cool and and like, there's so many hills. Like everywhere you go, it's like you're walking up this hill. I just feel like I'd be in like such good shape all the time, and the food's amazing. Oh, fuck that! <laughs> He's like, that's I, not after mine. a good oh, fucking it. like meal, and you gotta walk up that shit. Fuck, just uh, I'll it's, get it's crazy how how I don't want to say they don't know, but they probably don't even eat that. They they eat really well they in Europe. Well, yeah, a lot of bread, a lot of cheese, but everybody is such good shape. Nobody yeah. overeats. Nobody, it's there's real, no gluttonous of it's it. It's real food. There's, it's true. Yeah, it, it's so the first time I was in Italy. Years, years ago, I, my boss took me and I was a vegetarian at the time and she, we were in Florence and Florence is known for their meat. And she goes, I know you don't eat meat, but we're going to share a steak. So I'm like, oh, okay, fuck it. Right. I'm, I'm not going to say no. You're paying <laughs> I'm for a while out. Thing. When in Rome. 
It was, I, I didn't know meat can taste so good. She's a pest like, ketchup. I, I, yeah, I had no idea really? how good, and it was like, it was like butter just in my mouth, mm. like just. Oh, so you had Wagyu. Oh, uh, no, no, it, Florentine steak. What is that? It's from Florence. It's like, the, the, it's all free range, all like. Oh, it was grass fed. Yeah. It's a real cow, bro. Massage the cow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real cow. It's not the Bakersfield cow. No. And so. After that, like I came back to the states, and I was like, "Rocky, yeah. we need to find meat." Yeah, you come back, and you're just like, "Everything's just tastes Everything wrong." Just, uh, yeah, I was like, I, "Where can I get a good pizza?" And I was like, "That's not pizza. That's yeah." I know, I know. When we went to Amsterdam, Rocky loves Amsterdam. Oh, so my favorite love place, it. man. Holland is Ooh. so pretty. So we're just like, "Gotta go to the sex shows, man. That's where it's at." <laughs> That's. The sex shows? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Next good times. Time. <laughs> good times. We'll we'll talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about it here. <laughs> oh, you you've been there too? I've been to Amsterdam. I've I've I mean I've walked the red light district. I've never like Oh, you, you know, gotta but, you gotta explore, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love I love that city. Actually that's where the war on drugs, that's where I think they have their biggest fan base. And when we did um Europe last year, I was actually the first Europe run I was actually mixing for them because our sound our nor their normal sound guy had visa issues so i got to mix for that whole run and that amsterdam show we did was nineteen thousand people and during the middle of the show like it was packed like sold out take off my in-ears and people were screaming and i was it's just so fucking loud and i'd take my ears off and i'm just like it was incredible like i've never experienced anything like that wow nineteen thousand. yeah just what, screaming. was it a festival or was no, it was a headlining just, show yeah oh, it was an really? arena like that that tour was arena shows yeah oh. it was it was amazing so do you do they sub rent the gear from someone in europe and then they travel around with it or you take everything over there so for their backline for all their amps and guitars and all that they shipped everything of their own of their own stuff okay but, uh, so claire they're worldwide, so they have oh, they, they have, have uh, they have stuff. They have they bought this company called Brit Row, and they're based in in London. So we landed in London first. We did like production rehearsals there, and then from there we like packed up all this stuff in the truck and started driving from there with all this stuff. So they rent from from Europe. That must and, be nice yeah. driving in the open road like that. Man, those buses are sick too. So they're, they're double deckers. So like, oh. yeah, and so like the bunks are upstairs. There's a lounge up, um, downstairs, and you go to the front upstairs, and it's just like windows like this, so you can see where you're driving Fuck. in the lounge. It's, do you have pictures of that shit? I do. Oh, yeah, we gotta I'll see that. You. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I didn't take that many. I don't take that many pictures. Yeah, but uh, I do have a couple. I'll show you. It's pretty awesome. You need to get those Ray-Ban glasses with the cameras. <laughs> you and uh, those Ray-Ban. <laughs> you just you have some? No, but I want to get them. <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor me. <laughs> But, dude, you'd be fucking recording everything, bro. You should make some set times ones. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so how was, it, how was, how was uh, the tour life on a bus? What is that like? No, I heard uh, the rule number one is no shitting on the bus. Yeah, you can't shit on the bus. Oh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> they told me you can hot bag it, though. You oh, can. yeah. You can. You can do that. Um, it's still frowned upon, though. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably shouldn't. Um, but it's so what cool. the fuck was well, you just you you wait till the morning when you get to the venue, and then you go there, or you can ask the bus driver to stop. And then we'll take a take a shot on the side station, of the road. Tag, well, yeah, or gas. If you really can't hold it, stop. Yeah. But usually it's fine. Like you just just take one before you leave. I'm gonna just get my own bus. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Drive yourself. <laughs> How many people are normally on a bus? Um, so there's 12 bunks on a bus. Sometimes there's 12 people, but um, 
usually there's like 10 depending on how big the the tour is so you you know the beds are like the size of the bunks are like they're tiny yeah they're like six feet but still, they're comfortable, right? Yeah, they're cool. Rocky don't fit in that it's shit. Kinda, it's, It'll be fucking it's sideways. Kinda, it's kind of like coffin vibes. Okay. For, hey, first <laughs> day, Rocky's like, I'm off this tour. My <laughs> back like, fucking you know, hurts. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. first thing in the morning, you wake up, uh, you sit up, and then you hit your head on. And, oh. you're like, oh. and then you're like, cool, I don't need coffee in- <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, but it's cool, man. Like, if, if you have people who are cool, like, it's it's chill. People who are, like, clean and, like, clean up after themselves yeah yeah that has it's to be usually, like the biggest issue yeah right? and i've been fortunate enough to to be on some tours that have veterans on it so they all kind of know the drill mm-hmm. and they're all like they get it yeah they're all cool let's like, not be pigs we live on this yeah place. like I, I, don't, I haven't been on a tour yet where i had like serious problems with you anyone fucking, yet not, would you still do tours yet. yeah i want i still do tours okay. um i just haven't this year because You've been so busy. I've been busy, but also I stopped taking tech tours, so mm-hmm. they're just like there's less offers coming in for mixing, mixing. for me yeah. because I don't have the experience yet, you know. So I'm trying to work work on you getting there, getting the experience locally, so that then I can, you know, yeah. putting it out there, people. It's good. Yeah. It's good to put the word out there. It's good too because Whitney, who I was telling you, puts me on these gigs, has been throwing my name. She she's so cool, man. She like puts my name in so many hats. And it doesn't always come through, but like the fact that sh- there's someone out there on my side trying to, trying like, to get, get it me up. out there, someone like her who's let's who get works Whitney for that on the show. No. You should. She's yeah. she's amazing. She does she does monitors for um, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Um, oh, be our first female A one. I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Audio. She does uh, yeah. fits in the tantrum. She just did Chromio at Coachella. What? Uh, dude, she's a badass. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. You guys we're gonna get, get her on, on the here. show. Yeah. Get us in touch, Whitney. Yeah, we're coming for you. Shout out to Whitney. Love you. That's awesome. I owe her so much. Like she, she seriously like skyrocketed my career in the past couple Aww. years. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it, it it is who you know. Yeah. But I'm sure. pretty sure she saw the talent in you. Yeah. Therefore, it's like you need to hire this guy. And also, she's she she told me when she's like, like some people, you know, you can't put on every gig just because like personality and like people yes. like like audio guys drink or whatever. Like I don't want to say, yeah. it, but there's certain yeah, people right you now. can't put on every gig. And she's like, I can put you on anything. Like, you just get along with everyone. I'm oh, like, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I'm just like, nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's another big thing, too. Yeah, look at the then, roster. Like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. Take him off. Nope. Yep. Ricky, can't get him oh, Ricky on. Oh, Kirby, that fool <laughs> likes to eat. Get him out of here. <laughs> Kirby shits on the bus. Oh, this time. guy, he shits on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> on the bus. Don't can't, nobody hire can't him. Can't do that. <laughs> um, it's a shitty bus. <laughs> I feel like that's a big thing, though, right? It's like, I feel like people would rather work with someone who is cool than someone who's like the best. Like if you're the best at yes. your job but have like a shitty attitude, you're probably not going to get that many gigs, you know? It's Yeah. It's, there's a lot of people better than me, but like I, I just like try to keep you're a bet, good, yeah, keep the good attitude, yeah. man. And I think that's so important. So important. Yeah. It is. Rocky has a very good attitude and I have a hard Yeah. I I have to learn I, I've learned from him that speaking to somebody calmly is way more effective than yelling at somebody. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm learned, a yeller. Right? Okay. <laughs> You're a yeller. <laughs> I learned that actually on a on one of my tours. I toured with uh, Brock Hampton in 2018, and I was teching for that too. I was also doing um, RF management. Wait, what's that? that? What is that? Um, RF management is like wire, like all the wireless stuff. We had a lot of like in ears and wireless mics, and every day I would come in and scan do a scan and try to find clean frequencies for all of our wireless gear. Gotcha. So just making sure that like all the gear is not going to have any interference or stuff like that. Yeah. 
What? I mean, that yeah, because you don't want to cross with other. Oh my god! Exactly. There's like air, like airports or TV or whatever. Yeah. yeah certain, some places are just busier than others when it comes to RF. But the guy that was the monitor engineer, who shout out to Jamie, he was like a good mentor of mine as well for that year. He he pulled me aside one time because I used to like when there was a problem, I would run to the problem and try to fix it. So like whoever saw me running, they would know there was something wrong that was going on. Sometimes it would be the artist. Uh, right and he's like yo like if you can if people see you running like you're drawing attention to yourself uh, if you could solve an issue with nobody knowing that there ever was one like that's the way to do it so if there's an issue it's cool walk to it figure it out boom that's it no one has to know anything and so i've taken that with me sit ever since and i try I to like, like that yeah let's try to keep oh. cool just try to keep cool like no matter what the situation is like don't lose your cool i think is like such a big we need more of that, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what great <laughs> oh, yeah. advice. Yeah. What great advice to For give sure. Huh. Yeah, I feel there's a lot of people in this industry who can't handle Like, you can stress. tell they're, you can just tell so they're stressed. Just, you're like, dude, let's just, sure. we, can get, we can get by this. All good. <laughs> I always tell everybody, we're not saving lives here. It's like not nobody's dying. Here. You know, <laughs> like, obviously, we, we're having a little bit of issue. Yeah. We'll fix it. That's, uh, let's keep our cool together, yeah. everybody. Well, that's... Well, I was going to ask you, what are some of the challenges you have to deal with? Um, a lot of them are like just, I mean, clients can be difficult. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, actually, actually, actually wrote some down. Because oh, let's see. I like I it. I gave you a heads up. I didn't want to, I didn't want to forget. <laughs> Alex, is there any questions over there? Um, he's, he's in fucking... Oh, <laughs> no fucking Facebook. We have, we've actually already um, discussed some of them, but yes. I feel like um, a big one for me has been trying to predict problems that before, yeah. like before they happen. So, like for example, like um, one of the guys that I worked with at Avalon would do this thing where if we had a, a festival type thing where there's a lot of bands, and they didn't send us um, like their input list or whatever. He would just set up things like he would be like, "All right, we know this band's gonna have this." let's set up a cable over here just in case someone comes in with an acoustic guitar we have this already ran or if someone comes over here with a guitar like we have this microphone right here already thinking set up. ahead thinking ahead so that if that problem occurs like you don't have to run it during the show or yeah. whatever just like little things like that yeah. where you like think, makes a huge difference Makes a big difference let's work a little more now so later we don't have to work as yeah hard. exactly so smart oh and then like dealing with different rooms every day is really hard because hotel rooms no, like no, different just, different <laughs> venues. Yeah, different venues. Everything's oh. acoustically hotel rooms. Acoustically different. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. There's a the job of the systems engineer. He comes in and he tries to make the PA sound the same every day, regardless of like where we are. Which is a that's hard. It's a really technical, yeah, and, like difficult job. Um, but that can be really challenging when you're in like a like have you've been to warehouse parties? They always sound like shit because. You can't make those rooms sound good if, if there's no treatment. So like those challenges, there's sometimes you could just there's nothing you can do unless you just add more PA, you know. But yeah, and sound it out right. You, you flood yeah, it you out. You put delays, more speakers yeah. in the back, so it doesn't. You don't get a lot of that bouncing. Sometimes I love that. Canceling yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I, love, more, I love the warehouse rattle. Yeah, more. <laughs> It's a vibe. I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> when they have like um, speakers on road cases and the handles start. Yeah, yeah just, dude, I love that <laughs> shit. I'm all, about, I'm all about the grimy shit. Eh? I always try to tape uh, on the yeah. DJ monitors, tape those little, yeah, little the metal pins yeah. so they don't <laughs> rattling. Yeah. yeah. 
Would you prefer oh, never a festival or, yeah. or like a concert? Uh, well, I want to touch on one more issue. Okay, sorry. Uh, I, I was listening to the RS1 podcast and he was talking about some challenges and how like people don't really talk about them, you know, like like yes. just the mental stuff yeah, that yeah. goes on. And I think that's super important too. And I think since COVID, like we all went through that crazy time, I think people are less willing to go through things that challenge your mental well-being. I think so people are better at setting boundaries now. I've seen it a lot with more people because like getting on the road, it's it gets lonely. Yeah, like, I bet. You're, like you're with a bunch of strangers sometimes, and you become a family. But it's like being away from your like friends and your family. It's like pretty difficult sometimes. So I think it's like really important to address and for people to know like that's something that we have to deal with while we're on the road all yeah because the time. i i automatically think oh my god you're going to a different city like every other day how yeah. exciting how fun yeah. but yeah and it I, is i and i don't think about it. you're away from home yeah you're we're away, away from home. last year I was away for 10 months that's crazy well, you know and i have luckily i have like really good like my family's awesome but it's still hard to talk about with certain with people you know it's like yeah. a hard thing to bring up but it's like yeah it gets lonely yeah you know? luckily no. i had people there like that camp, the War on Drugs camp, are uh, like they're really good group of people. So like I had people to talk to, but you don't always. Yeah, that's no. like a really difficult. It's like thing. loneliness, it's, loneliness, yes. loneliness. Yeah, that's exactly. Even though you're that's, around people, you don't have that. Like you don't have your people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so that's a big one. Um, but back to your other question. So um, wait, let's yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go back. Like no, that wait, is uh, one of the biggest issues I think in touring in general. Yeah. Anybody, everybody touring yeah. is your. It can be very lonely. Yeah. yeah, and 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 try and and weighing on your mental health. And I feel like it, like before COVID, everyone was it was you're expected to just kind of be okay with it. Yes. But me personally, I I went through a period where I was like depressed because I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. It was like, who am I outside of my job type of thing? And I kind of had to start like, questioning yourself. Yeah, like kind of like look inward at like I have other interests besides my work, and like now I take time to not work like I take time off now like so April, valuable like, like two weeks before Coachella like I didn't work I was just I was saying no to gigs I just like took time to like hang out with my friends and like it just help, it just helps me yeah. you know I need I need that time to cause I can't just be working all the time yeah. I have other things that I like to do like I like rock climbing I like playing music like you know yeah, I've it, seen you. You're very uh, into your rock climbing. Yeah. Well, that's congratulations. So lately. Thank you. Well, yeah, because you've been working. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for a while, I was like, look at this guy's on the side of a fucking mountain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think it's I think it's important to like take time for yourself. And I think since COVID, people learned to do that and now value it more. Yes. And aren't willing to talk about it more. They are willing to talk about it more and are willing. Are they set more boundaries now too? And now I think feel like rates have gone up too. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome yeah, that helps that helps a lot helps. Yeah, yeah big time and and we're at least i feel i'm i'm nothing without my family like i my family means a lot we're yeah. very very close they're siblings and yeah i have and, nephews and a niece you know yeah. that i like to see yeah yeah it's, it's important i'll facetime you you will <laughs> i'll facetime <laughs> you cool. hey, what's up bro? what are you doing so, so, uh, you gotta ha you gotta yeah, have man, a shirt on I'm, and underwear on bro i'm kind of lonely bro <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> later. Uh, a I think oh, up. never mind. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? I'm lonely. What's up? Yeah, what's Bye. up? We'll talk later then. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I'm glad you touched base on that. Yes. That is yeah. a, a yeah. very important thing. We lost a. Or I lost a friend who was in this industry, 
you may have worked with him on Groove Cruise. Who is it? Nate. You. Oh no! I saw you had a special episode. Yeah. I didn't listen to it though, but he was. I saw that. I don't yeah. think I know who he is. He was a production manager. I know for sure you were on a couple of the boats. Yeah. that He was there. What happened? Uh, just you don't want to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. It just. He's um, no longer with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But yeah, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. I think we need to be more aware of that kind of stuff and yeah, check man. check on people. You know, for like sure. how are you doing? You never know what people are going through. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you, you say? Me? Kindness? What do you say? What uh, niceness is priceless. Can you guys hear me or no? Yeah, yeah we hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have a question for you. What's up? Um, it's kind of really personal just because I also feel this myself in terms of the endeavors <clears throat> that I'm trying to accomplish. But I mean, a lot of people have come on the show and have talked about how taxing it is to be in this industry. And I'm just curious personally for you, if you know this industry makes you feel like that, if you if you feel that it makes you feel like shit more than it makes you feel better, why is it that you continue to do it knowing? But regardless of it being your passion, right, why is it right. that you continue to facilitate a career in music if you know it's so painful for you to experience at most at sometimes? So when I was doing Warped Tour, um, I, I was working every day and kind of feeling like that. And I was feeling overwhelmed. And like I, my girlfriend at the time texted her, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can finish. Like, I don't know if I would do this. Like, I don't know anyone. Like, if, like, I'm just out here by myself, and it's hard, and no one cares if I'm being overworked, blah, blah, blah. But there was this one, like, Warp Tour, the kids that go to Warp Tour, they're just like me. Like, I was a punk growing up. I used to listen to that music. I know what it's like to be, like, the black sheep. My family, like, always full of love, but I was the black sheep. Like, they didn't understand the stuff that I was into. So, like, I've always been kind of, like, separated from them in that sense. But I would, I would be working... And I would look out and see these like kids that were kind of outcasts, and they just had the biggest smiles on their faces. Out just there like, having a great time. Just like, like they're like, I'm home. Like if I'm not home, when I'm home, like I'm home right now. Yeah. And this this job is hard, and it, and sometimes it's like taxing, and you forget why you're doing it. But there's moments like that where you look out and you see that you're providing the service for people to feel good, and they're like, they just feel like. And without us, like without these people that are doing this job, like that couldn't happen. So I, I'm proud to be doing something like that. And we're not saving lives. No. But we are helping people. We're making. Oh, yeah. We are. We're bring, you, know? you guys are, you bring happiness. Yeah. And that's so important. Happiness yeah. is everything I mean, in I've, life. you know, shows have gotten me through some tough times. Yeah. And I feel like we, we're providing that for people. Yeah. You know, we're a small part of something huge that provides happiness. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it for me. That's interesting. Just because, I don't know, I feel like personally for me, I feel like I'd reach a sort of pinnacle or a point where I'm just kind of looking at all those smiles and I'm yeah. just kind of like, well, I myself, I'm not carrying a smile naturally myself. So how sure. is it that I'm supposed to replicate that same happiness that they're feeling while working in yeah. this condition that like, you know, you're low key in your brain, you're not really enjoying. Well, that gives me gratitude, but also I've learned to take time for myself. Like, I don't work to a point where I feel that way anymore. I used to. Yeah, you, would no, you won't I, do I another warp tour. I, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't allow myself to get to that point mentally anymore. If I start feeling that way, like, the nice thing about freelance work is you could say no. You could yeah. you'd be like, I don't want to do this, or I'm going to take this time off to be with my family or whatever. Yeah. And mental health breaks are a thing, and they're important, you know? So I, for me personally, that's what's been helping me and when I was on tour last year, um, I got to a point where I was like, I started like 
going on runs every day. Um, like when we had certain amount of time off, and if I felt too tired, I would just take a nap, or I'd read a book, or I'd call a friend, or I'd go on a run. And it's just about taking, creating little things for yourself to help you out mentally, and like not scroll on your phone or, you know, something that where you're being conscious about your mental state. I think is super important. And that's yeah, so you're just consistently up. staying creative and yeah. healthy and fresh. And yeah. No, that's cool, man. That's important. That's nice. Yeah, because I've I've been there too, man. I've I've felt that a lot, but. It's, I mean, only you can, can do those things for yourself, you know? Nobody and lives your life but you. Yeah. Yeah. And something so simple as going for a run. Yeah. Helps so much. Yeah. How, I, like, I, I like to just go on walks and it's just, it's crazy how much that is so helpful for yeah. your, to just detach. Yeah. I think, just, I think most of our problems can be solved by exercise. Absolutely. You know, like depression, like, mm-hmm. ev- like so many things that occur in our, in our minds. You just go on a run and it just clears your head. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know how to do that. Like you get so depressed in your brain and your mind and you don't know like how to, where to go go or what to do to, to help you get away from it. And I think you need to find those hard. Yeah, no, it is hard when you're, when you're deep in that mindset, it's hard to, to dig yourself out of it. Yeah. And we were just talking about that, how your mind is literally, you have to trick your mind. Yeah. You have to tell yourself, no, no, I have to get up. Yeah. I don't want to get up. No, I have to get up. Just go yeah. and, you know, go for a walk. Just Which is get like the fuck out there. The hardest part. Get it the up. First time. Yeah. Just being like, just get up and do it. Get up. Yeah. No, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't feel good. No, you just have to fucking get up. Yeah. And you make time. Like, yes. If, like, if you're waking, if you have to be at the gig at eight, sometimes I'll wake up at five and I'll go on a run and I'll hit the gym or whatever. Yeah. And Even if shower. it's for 20 minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Something. 20 minutes or you know the, the uh, yeah I, I can you know take a cab to the venue but you know what i'm gonna wake up early and i'm just gonna walk to the venue because it's two miles away and i'm just gonna get a walk in like yeah something little little things but it's that first initial i gotta get my ass up that's the hardest one yeah, yeah. same thing with like dieting or whatever that's yeah. yeah, it's tough for me agreed, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> all right i'm gonna go back to my other question would you prefer festivals or concerts working or attending working both right? <laughs> okay i like i like both but working concerts is just so much more less stressful it's less stressful okay because it's like we were talking about before like when you're loading into a festival there's so many yeah. other people trying to do the same thing but when it's your show and you're headlining at a at a venue and you get there early and it's your venue and it's your stage until you're ready to get off of it it's just so take much your time yeah. chill like yeah exactly yeah. I prefer that for All sure. Right. And I I prefer working for a band. Like if I'm at a festival, I used to do, you know, Splash House and all that stuff. And it was fun. But I would work I would work before the festival opens and then after it closes, right? But if you're there with an artist, if you're say, yeah. one oh, you person show up. You get the same day rate and you're just there, show up with that artist and then when they're done, you're done. You're done. Yeah, you're not doing now. that whole long. Hit the artist compound, hit yeah. catering, whatever. <laughs> what is the craziest show that you've ever had to work where it was just like in insanity from the beginning? You don't even have uh, to say the name. Well, yeah, well, well, I'll say it. It's my the craziest shit I've done, and it was it's crazy because it was my first tour, it was Warp Tour. It's like the gnarliest 
everything else seems so easy after yeah. that which they is literally like kind of a blessing the, in, the, in disguise in the deep end right yeah, they threw exactly. you to the deep end yeah. and they knew they knew let's get some young guns they don't know what to expect they're very eager <laughs> you're like i'll yeah. go on tour war yeah. tour fuck yeah let's go Do Dude, it. i'm going on war tour and then you're yeah like, <laughs> so like before i went on war tour i tell people and they're like oh that's cool and then after i came back I would tell them they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry," <laughs> you know. They didn't want me to yeah, know before. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so there was this one. There was one show. We're in Atlanta, and it was super hot and it was super humid, and we're loading in. And you know, like that humid weather, you're just sweating standing up. And it's not like the craziest, but this is just like a funny story within okay. all of the craziness. Um, we we're setting up. We were loading. I think I was doing like a sound check or something, and my production manager. His name's Tommy. He comes up. He's like, hey, man, you might want to um, start covering, like, all your stuff. It might rain later. I look up. There's not a cloud in the sky, right? I'm like, Tommy, what are you talking about, dude? It's it's fine. Like, we're chill. And he <laughs> he opens up his phone, and he's like, look, man, I have six radar apps on my phone, all right? I like to party. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> I like to party. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he said. <laughs> Literally what he said. And I'm like, all right. He starts showing me, and I still don't believe him, but I, he's my boss, so I'm just like, I start covering like putting trash bags in my monitors i like put walls around my easy up that's covering my with tarp Console, yeah. and you know just start whatever keep going up on my day like a couple hours into the show it just starts pouring oh like it's still hot and humid but it's pouring and i'm like oh my god so i'm like start like the easy up the top starts to cave in with water like it starts bubbling up down oh, there oh no and there's like i'm trying to like keep it up with mic stands so i'm like <laughs> keep in mind i'm still tr like mixing bands at this point i'm like mixing and then like start seeing the bubble and then like i'm holding mic stands up and then like putting mic stand up on this side and just soaking wet there's water dripping all over me and like shit getting all like water getting all over my gear and i i, <laughs> I look over at uh at the band that was playing and he I see him look over at me to like ask for something and he sees me like with my hand up <laughs> like this and like water dripping all over me and he smiles and he's like, never mind. <laughs> and just like keeps playing and I'm just like standing here like all crazy and Tommy comes back and he pokes his head through the tarps and he just like looks up and he goes like this and goes, told you so. <laughs> and I'm just like miserable, both hands up like this and I was just like, oh my God. That was crazy. Did you download those apps after? afterwards? <laughs> yes. Six radar apps. Yeah. <laughs> now, never, he's, now you like to has, party. Yeah, it hasn't happened again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, great, uh, Atlanta. That was wild. Atlanta, man. Ha hot that Atlanta. Is, and hot. It, was, it was summer, too, which is like the South just it just can yeah. rain oh, yeah. at any point. Like Miami, it just starts dumping rain and then boom. For a couple minutes, right? And then it just yeah. goes away. And then it's all beautiful again. Yeah. yeah. Where do you see yourself in the future? I don't know. Probably not touring. I think I I want to. What's the end goal? I haven't thought about it yet. I mean, you're, I, just, you're just along for the ride. Still, yeah. yeah, you're Actually, so young. I, recently, I've had an idea, oh. and it's not. It doesn't have to do with um like being an engineer anymore. I want to eventually. Babe, you know what? Maybe we'll sell some sandwiches. Maybe yeah. <laughs> we'll be down for we'll some sandwiches. He <laughs> uh, said he went to culinary school, you know. So I was I like, did. Oh, hell yeah, this motherfucker opened us a sandwich bar. You're, you're also a vinyl junkie, right? Yeah, I have a lot of records. Yeah, nice. so it'd be perfect. Like, yeah. have a. Where's your storage at, bro? In case, in case it ever ends up in storage wars. <laughs> it's uh it's in Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> Got crates, crates and crates, crates and crates. Um, but yeah, like I don't know that. 
I would love to go to a place like that. And the fact that there isn't one, I was just like, there you go. There's a market. Maybe we'll edit this out so that people don't. Yeah, I was yeah, just, I was <laughs> just thinking that. Maybe we should. I'm going to ask you the question and they were like, we cannot talk about this. <laughs> no, and then, and then you, no, you, you start the question. Pat and Penny. And then you're like, I thought you were going to be a sandwich shop. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that would be dope. <laughs> we'll edit it out. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's going to be like, for what, did, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> what just happened? Did something happen? Um, Obviously, music has been a very large part of your life. Forever. Forever. I, I remember I used to, what, like, my earliest memories are, like, driving with my dad in his car and just sort of, like, going through his tapes and just listening to all the tapes. Like, I used to, like, jack my sister's CDs and read the lyrics. I remember I was reading, I she used to have Nimrod by Green Day. Do you remember that record? Okay. And some of the words were like scratched out on the on the book, like the lyrics. Yeah. I'm like, well, because they were they were curse words. words. But I was like eight. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> why are these words like blocked? And I just didn't know. But <laughs> it's just it's been a part of my life forever. You know, it's the one constant thing that's that's always just I've been into. It. And it's always positive, right? Music's yeah. always positive. I mean, it's there when you're happy. It's there when you're not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, for sure. So, what does it mean to you? What does music mean to you? It means everything. Yeah. Music's music's my favorite. You know, I've, I can't go a day without listening to music. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I wake up. There's music in my head. And my, you know, my tastes, my tastes have changed so much that it's always evolving, and I'm always looking for new new shit all the time. I love yeah. that. I yeah. love where you, you don't you're not just stuck with one genre. I think I like a vast music. I'm just not into country or rap <laughs> yeah uh, oh so you guys are not going to rage coach this weekend rage coach rage coach yeah that's what that's they call tight. it that's rage tight. Coach. <laughs> actually would actually wouldn't mind going i wouldn't mind checking it out i'd be down to go yeah you gotta go with jeans though and no shirt and a cowboy hat that's well, i'm time. almost cowboy ready boots. for the bod so yeah, well, he's got boots. the bod now I oh i thought you meant the bod spray <laughs> axe bod, axe, axe bod, bod spray, spray? <laughs> oh oh yeah that's great yeah, I, you know what's funny is that's probably some of my earliest memories. Also, is like music in the garage. Always, my yeah. dad used to have this old A track player. Love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a few A tracks. That, that it, it was like an A track, uh, vinyl, radio, like all in one. That used to sit. Oh, in the you garage. guys are rich. Yeah, so you used to sit in the garage <laughs> in East LA. <laughs> sit in the garage, and I at the time I didn't know what vinyl was right. or whatever but i used to put the a tracks in there or just listen to the radio always always we always had music in the background that's awesome yeah, yeah. wait you're from la too yeah born and raised east los east los nice yeah, yeah. i love Bo heights have you ever been to uh marisco salisco no where's that at it's it's a food truck i forget the name of the street but there's like it's like a street where there's like it's in couple, boyle heights not east Boyle, la it's in boyle heights okay. yeah yeah but it's Oh, it's not. That's not East LA. I thought it was. No, no, Boy oh. Heights. Yeah. Boy Heights. Watch it, oh, damn! You gotta start a fight over here. East LA is a city. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a neighborhood. No. Well, it, it, it's it's <laughs> just like Boyle Heights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Lincoln Heights. Didn't mean to offend anybody. <laughs> oh, are you? Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get canceled now. <laughs> no. Are you talking about that the no, Marisco but... truck right there by the cemetery? Uh, I don't know if it's by a cemetery. No, it's on Weedier. It's off of Evergreen. It's not Weedier. It's no, it's not on Evergreen. It's yeah. All right, fine. Look it up. I don't know if we're gonna have they're gonna have to sponsor us if they want to. No, but they they have the best 
shrimp tacos I've ever had in my life. Really? Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. It's on Olympic. It's on Olympic. Okay. Send me send me the link. I'll send it to you. There's a bun there's a bunch of trucks on Olympic though. Yeah, but there's that's, like five there's, fucking there's that, trucks. There's that one. That one's the best. The Cuatro Vientos. There's Cuatro Vientos. It's it's literally Las a block Islitas. from Cuatro Vientos. There's a bunch of them, though. Yeah, I know. There's but there's one me, in this. E- this one's the one, bro. What's it called? Mariscos Jalisco. Jaliscos. Yeah. You know, Jalisco. I think my friend Jalisco. I think Laura's family owns that fucking. You're the guy. Hit her up right now. Yeah. Tell her to get get us a uh, couple bowls right now. There's um a truck in East LA that does the bone marrow. Oh my god, I love bone marrow. Oh, I haven't, I haven't tried it. I need. What's like, it called? I don't know. It's called the marrow truck. Wait, Rocky, I know we're we're almost there, but I've never heard how you got into the industry. I've, I've been curious. I wanna, I wanna know how I got into the yeah. industry. Yeah. Well, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his old, grandfather did. Old, old, old. <laughs> <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh. No, I've talked about it on the mm. first episode that we did. How I got into the kind of the DJ. He was a DJ and. It yeah, was, I know you're a DJ, but th- then that what that led to you buying gear or something? Yeah. I so somebody came to me when I was in 8th grade and gave me a cassette tape and like you have to listen to this and I was like, "Well, what is this?" and he's just listen to it. I went home, fucking played it. It was techno, like old school like 90s 89 techno and I was James like, Brown is no, dead. No, it was even before that. Before <laughs> that. Is that a uh Miss Kitten the hacker? <laughs> right? I don't even know. Oh, I I'm like, I, I'm bad with names. I have pull no it up, idea. pull it up. But I listened to it and I was like, fuck, dude, I want to know more about this. So I started like, you know, he would give me other tapes and- You have those tapes? More, nah, oh, please. Fuck, I wish. I know, man. I wish. He was eight. That was like a hundred years no, ago. I was <laughs> I thought you said you were eight. <laughs> no, That's how he got grandfather in, bro. Oh, eighth grade. Eighth oh, eighth grade, yeah. Grade. There's an eight there somewhere. Yeah, so then I, I just started wanting to know what DJs were, how they, what they did, and, you know. Didn't it seem like magic the first time you did. saw it? I was like, blown like, away. Yeah. Blown away. And then it just started buying records. I bought my first record. It was a DJ re- rectangle, I think. It was a scratch record. Sick. And it was just... I, I'd oh, play that like over and over and it? over. Yeah, just sample. And then you just scratch? Scratch. And just, I, I don't even know how to scratch at all, yeah, but yeah. I would just play it. And I was like, oh, this is, I want to go. I want to know more. <laughs> so so how started. did that How did that change into like becoming a DJ? Like I want to become a DJ. Well, because I was fascinated with it. Okay. I wanted to know. So I, I saw. I, what I kind bought, of decks did you get first? It was like 12, 10, like, I don't even know. They weren't even, they were had like a pitch control, but it was like a little knob. It wasn't even a like a fader. So it was like a little knob and oh, belt driven. Oh, really? So it's belt driven. Yeah. So it, like to mix was. Fucking I don't even know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know either. I've never even seen one. Belt so, driven. So it's literally back in the day. You had to wind it up. No. Like belt. <laughs> That's how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, so belt driven just means so direct drive is the the turntables that DJs use because it's like there's a motor inside spinning it. Okay. But um, the belt driven ones. They're motors off to the side. Yeah, it's and, outside. There's oh, literally a, there's belt a belt spinning. You know those plate. fans at Marie Calendars yes. where they have the belt? Yes. It's exactly yeah. that same. Mm-hmm. And those those are used because they they have less noise because there's not like an actual oh. like moving parts out besides like the belt. Okay. Yeah. So real turntable people who like listen to vinyl, they'll prefer yeah, having belt. a belt driven. Yeah. Like, and some of those mm-hmm. turntables are crazy. They're awesome. Like, you yeah, stuff amazing, and yeah, they're made of no. like you know the material that they're made of, like the wood makes a difference and all that. Yeah, it's like real wood from the fucking seventies, sixties. Yeah. yeah, 
So then I, I started, uh, I, I worked at a record store and then I just DJing in the 90s. And Do you remember your first DJ gig? Well, record store, you were, sorry. Global oh. Records. I'll never it was on a, on Whittier and Atlantic. Doesn't exist. Yeah, not uh, anymore. anymore. Yeah. There's one on Whittier now. I think you're right. There's yeah. another register yeah, right yeah, there. Global. Whittier and Garfield. Jungle Records, I think. Yeah, I think that's oh, that's called. in Montebello. Yeah. Montebello, yeah. I've heard that place is amazing. I haven't been yet. Yeah, we Pass by there. it every we, day. Yeah, we go by it all the time. Yeah. So then I just did that. And then uh, Groove Radio started in 97. Ooh, I, was oh, just yeah. out of, I was just out of high school. And Alex same even thing. Born yet. Same thing what happened to you. I just, fuck it, I'm going to call them and see if they're looking for like intern. Did you intern. DJ there? I call, I did. Oh, I was a, I was actually a board op. Um, what? I was in promotions. I drove the van. I produced a show on on uh, what was it Thursday nights from twelve to three with Christian B called B sides. Damn, I got to book all the de- dude. It was so that's and it awesome. just started blowing up from there. Right, that's how you just that's cool getting into it. Working with Swedish Eagle and like like Damn. DJ There's Orlando, Tony B. I watched those guys and learned. And they played at Groove Radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy awesome. that. You work for Groove Radio, and I heard of Groove Radio through my cousin, Nestor, and I was all into hip-hop, and when they were at his house out in Funtaki, and I, that was, he would get reception over there. Oh, yeah. And I would, out here in LA, I couldn't hear it, because it would be like, Yeah, it sucked you know? over here. Yeah. But when I, would go, when I would go to his house, I was like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's Groove Radio, and bro, because he would drive around, and that's how we would listen to it, and it come to find out. This motherfucker was working it. Yeah, that's it's cool. There's there's no electronic music station. If, the, out if here. that station was around now, yeah, it would be fucking they, massive, yeah. massive. Yeah. So why can't it be around? No one's doing Dude, it. They're, like they're, they're, like well, what's up? Mid two thousands, EDM just died. Electronic music. Let's just quit our jobs. Just, like after after there was all that, like Ish. the rave yeah. stuff happened, and they moved the time from four to two, and like all that shit happened. I feel like. And this is, I wasn't around, but I've heard stories, you yeah. know, but I hear, I feel like that's when like the scene just started to die out for a while, right? The yeah. end of nineties, early two thousands, it kind of like lost its, it was still happening. There was like yeah. EDC. It just was went happening. way underground. Yeah. It just, it wasn't as big. Yeah. And yeah. Then, Cause I was still buying those, uh, UC construction CDs. Yeah. That was wherever yeah. I could find them at Tower Records or yeah. at the fucking swap meet. How'd you get like into like working festivals and all that? Um, so Augie. Actually, did you know him when he was still like building? Boxes? No, okay. no, I didn't know. I actually, David Delano hit me up one time. He goes, "Hey, dude, I had a bunch of CDJs," mm-hmm. and he's like, "I have a buddy who's who needs gear for a show," and I was like, "He hit me up," and he's, we just started talking, and I gave him gear, and then we just started, "Hey, you want to work a show? Yeah, cool," and then just built That's a relationship. Dope. Yeah. That's sick. What yeah. show was that? Yeah, do you I remember? Even, your I, don't first even, show? I don't even remember the first show I worked. What year was this? Oh. <laughs> was I working? Eighteen. Yeah, of course, because you were doing it before I was doing. Oh Wait, yeah. How long have you? Been I was. I was doing it like for clubs, for like smaller stuff, but not like on doing the big festival stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I came in. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even remember. Or even what show it was. Yeah, I think it was a nocturnal. It may have been. Was it like before twenty ten? Like. When you started? No, no. You were really to 2013 or something like that. Really? Nocturnal. It was right after EDC Vegas. So when me and you met, 
you had just started getting into like the festivals yeah. and all that? Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but yeah. I was I was still renting gear and doing small stuff. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah. doing I wasn't doing right. the mass scale stuff. I see. And and then Augie brought me in and, and, so and Ernesto used to work at Groove Radio. Too, yeah, right? me and Ernesto that's, both used to work at Groove Radio. That's how you met Ernesto. Yeah, right? That's how I met Ernesto. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude. How come we even got that guy on the radio? I know. You he should, dude. To. He doesn't want to. Really? Damn it, Ernesto. <laughs> well, actually, we'll disguise his voice. I get fucking canceled. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love you, Ernesto. Yeah, like I love you. Come on the guy. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We can disguise his voice. That wasn't me. You can come and talk all the time. sound like the devil, bro. <laughs> so I was pulling gear off. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, and then that's that. That's that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we are very grateful that you also DJ. Yes. Oh. And you, you tell us you dropped the drum and bass set. I did not. Fuck. Well, we greatly appreciate you for coming in. Thank you. And for our mix. So. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Well, let's. So, without further ado, let's get into what. Do you have a DJ name? Um, Eso, 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 Ricardo, Smokey. Eso, Eso. There it is. You guys always do. You always do it, but with your mouth. I'm like, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna. Thank you guys so much. This is awesome. So let's get into the mix and we'll come back and we'll say our goodbyes. This is set time. Oh yeah.
varen donkerbruine sloep Het ei uit bij pampus of paarse bordeelsluipers Klikjes in geesten gluren ruit Dwangnagels, ooievaarskuiten, puntknieën, spilbenen Snapneuzen, geloodsogen, oorvijgen
right, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. We're That's back. Right. Yeah, sorry. He was taking we're it, back. He was taking it hard. I yeah, I was taking it hard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys like the mix? <laughs> we loved it. We loved it. It was great. Amazing. It was dark. Thank you, thank you. And long. Dark and big. Long. Dark and big. <laughs> what is it? Big Looking techno? Long. What did you say? Big disco? <laughs> big disco. <laughs> big disco. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for thank coming Thank you, guys. In. This was amazing. Your career has been amazing. And, and you, to you guys you. have watched me grow yes, up. Yeah. Exactly. I like seeing your Instagram. See you, yeah. Yeah, You're all over you everywhere. It, it's, it's like the window that I'm looking out through. <laughs> and I'm looking at like, damn, this was on rocks. I know. This was in Europe. Rocks, dude. Yeah. This was on at fucking the Super Bowl. How did you get Bowl. into rock climbing? Uh, just a buddy of mine one time just took me to a gym. And Jim's Burgers? Jim's, <laughs> Jim's, Jim's Burgers. Burger, 11, number took, 11. He took me to Jim's Burgers and then we were like, let's go rock climbing. But then he, he took me to gym and then... He was like, do you want to go like outdoors and, and try so it outdoors? He, yeah, and so he just like, and from there, it was just like, is it a rush? Yeah, it becomes like yeah. a little outdoors bit of an addiction, a rush? Yeah. right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's being on the side of a mountain and then looking back and just seeing like, you see some views that you can't see unless you climb this fucking yeah. mountain, you know? It's pretty amazing. Have you ever had any scary moments? Yeah, I've taken some falls. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sure. So really high falls? No, like you know, I'm on a rope, so if I fall, it's like person's there to catch me. Yeah, but like you know, it's it's unnatural being climbing mountains like that. Yeah. So, like, What's that movie? Solo. Free solo. Free solo. That shit is insane. Yes, it is. No, we're gonna watch it. It's, uh, this dude, he climbs um, these mountains in Yosemite. With no gear, just like <gasps> oh, I heard that guy died. No, no, no. No, this guy. Is that a different guy? That's a the movie's called The Alpinist. Yeah, I was. Yeah. They were watching it at the shop, and I was like, "What do you mean this fool died?" Yeah, that fool died. Yeah, yeah he's like, he died like in the middle of his documentary. <gasps> oh, that's oh, crazy. sorry, I killed it, but yeah. I know. Spoiler <laughs> alert. You can edit that out. <laughs> Spoiler alert. After. <laughs> but yeah, he he's like only one out of like three or four people, right? There's only yeah. a handful that can do what he does. Yeah. Or, or that what I, they do that are willing to willing to push it. That <laughs> I don't think I can ever rock climb. I think that's, that's you should. We should go. I don't know. Yeah, yeah right. I, so I, it's I, like, I'll watch you. Yeah, he can hold the rope. Uh, no, you can't. It's like, actually they won't let you. You okay, gotta get good. certified. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's like DJs playing without the sync button. <laughs> yep, you could die from that. I had to bring that. I had to bring that that up from like my last episode. I had to. I laughed at it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. thank you again. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you. And congratulations to career. I, I wait to uh, see what else you come up with. Thank you so much. And and we'll definitely be at your opening opening of your yeah, your sandwich shop. Hey, sandwich <laughs> shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Put Shit. me down for bottle service, bro. <laughs> Shit. Sandwich got you, bro. Got you a booth with your name on it. <laughs> That's great. This is set times. Bye bye. <laughs>